All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Fellas, it's one of the best times of the season. We have college football going on, NFL. Uh, you know, Major League Baseball is uh, heading into the World Series here in uh, about a day or two. Um, we also have the NBA that's back in action, and we also have hockey, which is uh, underway as well. So all the major sports are, are going on at once. Um, so with that, fellas, how are we doing? Doing excellent. Best time of year. Um, just, just hoping that the Colts start to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Hey, big win over the Texans. Huge, oh, yeah. huge, huge win. win. Huge, huge win. win. I would say this this time of the year, and obviously bowl season, March Madness, and then once we hit June, you know that week in June where it's like NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. And I mean, you have your, yeah. you know, you have your yeah. MLB going on. I think those are probably, you know, the top times of the season here. I mean, that's not our top five by any stretch of the mean this this pod. But uh, just looking at uh, best I, best times of the year, I think those are those got to be up there. And opening weekend I think of football. March Madness. March Madness is number one. Yeah, March Madness bowl season, maybe the first weekend of football, um, and then kind of like this time and then in June when kind of you see some playoffs and some crossing over with the leagues. Um, I think those are, yeah, by far, I think March Madness and college bowl season football or uh, college football bowl season, I think are the two best. Um, Speaking of bowl season, is Chalk Talk having another uh, annual bowl pick Hey, that is uh, to be determined. If we can get enough people, I, I'm, I'm down to have that. Um, okay. We could definitely have another uh, college football bowl pick um, but before we jump into football today, let's start with some basketball talk. Uh, it's been a while since we've talked some basketball. Uh, you know, the, we've had, you know, the first couple nights here, we've seen some different teams in action. Um, so our top five tonight is going to be top five teams that could win um, the NBA Finals. Um, might see some, you know, familiar faces, might see some some new faces so with that Hadley we're gonna start with you give me your top five teams win the NBA championship this year okay well number five and they could be higher but that first game definitely puts them in the top five for me is the Golden State Warriors um came into the season a little bit sketched out about you know I knew Paul was gonna be good I knew Steph was gonna be Steph but the rest of the guys how are they gonna be in that first game at least they all moved the ball well they all look really, really good, um, and we're all waiting for Clay to come back. So, I think right things ahead. Um, number five for now could easily jump that here with a few extra games. Um, number four, I have the Lakers. Um, as bad as they didn't look bad, but as bad as Russell Westbrook looked, um, in particular, who I've never been high on. Um, They'll pick it up. They'll find a way to win. It's LeBron James. He's always going to be in the picture of things. Um, number three of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, again, could be a little higher if Kyrie decided to get vaccinated, but TBD. Um, so, I mean, I still think with James Harden and Kevin Durant, they're still a force, and I have them at number three for that reason. Number two, I have the Utah Jazz, and here's why. Spite is awesome. Go Bears are Awesome win for him, protector and defender. Um, they have some really, really good role players. Um, I just feel like one of the years they're just going to pick it up and find it in the playoffs. But 
they're definitely just a regular season team for now, but, I mean, we're all just waiting on them to really find them in the postseason. Number one, the defending champs, the Bucks, proved to everyone that they can do it. Um, so for now, it's there's the lose. All right, solid, solid top five. And I mean, there's a there's a bunch of I think there's a bunch of teams, specifically I think in the West that we could look at, um, that have a shot of you know representing the West. I think the East, again this year is gonna I think it's really gonna come down to Bucks Nets, but you never know. Um, maybe you know the Knicks, the 76ers, maybe the Celtics. I don't know. I just feel like the West has a lot more potential as far as yeah. Uh, you know, depth and overall, you know, team rankings. I think the West kind of owns that. So I think there's more uncertainty out there in the West. Uh, Sporty, go ahead. Give us your top five. I'm not going to give any exclamation. I'm just going to get to the point and move on. All right. Hey, hey, that's good. That's There's a lot of unknowns. It's only, you know, the first couple of days of NBA season. So that's all right to give some short answers. As my, uh, as my phrase is, time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. Hey, hey, that was that was last that was last uh, pod's title. Time will tell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number five, I'll go with Utah Jazz. Number four, Golden State Warriors. Three, the Bucks. Two, Nets, and number one, the LA Lakers. All right. A lot of, uh, so, so, hey, same teams, same teams as Hadley, but uh, a little bit of a different order. Um, all right, let's jump. Hmm. See, I, I was debating this five here. I was wondering, I was wondering who was going to get my fifth spot here. Um, it's down to three Western teams. Um, I'm going to give it to, you know what? I'm going to give it to the Nuggets. I'm going to have them there at five. Once I think. I think if they can hold on, um, and then once you know, once Jamal Murray makes makes a comeback later on in the season, I think he can help propel them uh, make a deep run into the playoffs. So uh, I have the Nuggets there sitting at five. They had a huge win against the Suns night one. Um, you know, I think Jokic. I think he's just he's one of the best big men in the, in the league, and I think he's going to help carry them. And they have some other uh, role players, you know, like Porter Jr. Um, I think Barton had a solid night the other night, Aaron Gordon. So they had a bunch of different uh, key players step in. So I got the Nuggets there sitting at five. At four, I'm going to go with Utah Jazz. Um, like Hadley said, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, uh, heck, even um, Jordan Clarkson. I mean, they, he's. I think he is the ultimate sixth man right now. Um, yeah. He's coming in and he's he's continuing his you know um, streak from last year in the playoffs where he comes in, he gives you – Solid minutes gets you. He's going to get you about 15 to 20, 25 points a game. So I like where the Jazz are headed. Um, it really just makes me think about that series. Was that was that the 2020 or was that 2019 where it was Nuggets and? 20, well, it was, it was the year of 2020, but it was the 2019 season. Okay, oh. okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just think back to that series, and I think that was that was one of the best. I think opening. You know, opening round series. I think we've seen in a while. Hundred um, percent. Just night after night, points were being scored back and forth, um, and then that that huge comeback down three to one was was big as well. Um, but I think those two teams, I think they're you know kind of very similar, um, but kind of also unique in their same way. So I think those two teams are are on the rise and they could really push to represent the West. 
Uh, number three, I'm going to go with the Lakers. Um, obviously, if you're going to have LeBron on the team and Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis, um, I think they'll you know they'll obviously figure something out there and get it together. Um, they're going with kind of a, a veteran look this year, uh, which will be interesting to see, you know, how how that carries over in the playoffs. Come you know, load management wise and and you know, minutes play. That'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Two, I'm going to go with the Nets. You know, like we said, until Kyrie figures you know his situation out, I think that's what's kind of holding the Nets back. And then number one, you got to go with the Bucks. They're loaded. They're back. Defending champs. Enough said. So Bucks number one. Um, but hey, definitely was definitely got to give some props to uh, to the Warriors the other night. I did not think. I mean, when you look at their roster, it does not jump off the charts. <laughs> I mean, there's probably five or six other teams that I think, as from a starting five standpoint, that I think I'd rather have um, than the Warriors. But hey, they showed up and they they took it to the Lakers. So Hadley, I'm pretty sure I'm you know pretty sure you were impressed with that. Oh yeah, they look and. I'm telling you right now, I've, I've been saying this for weeks, maybe months, but to anyone listening out there, Jordan Poole is going to be a problem. He's very much the next C.J. McCollum, in my opinion. I think that Steph will be like the Dame, and then I think Jordan Poole's right there. I think they're going to be they're going to be awesome, in my opinion, this year. It just comes down to Clay's health. Speaking about uh, you know, big time performances, how about? Uh... How about Evan Fournier the other night? Fifty-three points in fantasy. Yeah, that was um, <laughs> not gonna lie. I don't think anyone saw that. Point. Yeah, sorry, it's forty. Sorry, it's forty. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, I, I didn't expect it either. That's why he was on my bench. <laughs> he was riding the pond. He was mad. He was on my bench. Okay, that's why he produced. Oh yeah, that was that was his big amount of points. He he somehow got into the league, saw that he was on Sporty's bench, and that just fueled him to to lead the Knicks to a double. fifty point fantasy uh title. Yeah, yeah. Fifty point fifty point night against the uh against the Celtics. So I think that's gonna be an interesting matchup. Celtics and Knicks. That could be a big time playoff series uh later on yeah. in the year. So um I think those are the you know two teams that are fighting for that maybe that third spot there in the East. You know, you throw in the Heat, you throw in the the Hawks, uh maybe the Raptors, but uh but yeah, so that's our NBA talk. Um, let's move now to college football, specifically our college football team of the week. So again, we're looking at our players, um, you know, kind of player performances and team performances um, from week seven, I believe. So, um, Sport, I'm going to start with you. Give us your college football team of the week. All right. I'm going to go with my team of the week is the Purdue Bulletmakers. They upset Iowa in Iowa City. So, kudos to the Purdue Bulletmakers thrashing the Iowa Hawkeyes. All right. Um, do you have your individual players ready to go? Um I do not. I apologize. Hey, that's all right. That's, we'll, we'll jump to Hadley. Hadley, Hadley. We'll jump to Hadley, then we'll jump to me, and then we'll jump back to jump Sporty. Back to Sporty J Junior. I'll be the third all right, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's no Sporty J Senior. There can't be a, a junior unless there's a senior. All right, Hadley. And I'll get 
get started. All right, go go get go get started. Go ahead. All right, Hadley, go ahead, okay. jump to you. <laughs> I I will try to drag, but I don't have much to say about them. That's uh, all good. Quarterback Caleb Ellaby. Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, Western Michigan's quarterback had a good week. I uh, had to pick him. Uh, running back. I'm sure we're probably all going to have this one based off this dude's number. Tyreon Davis Price from LSU. I don't know. Let me look this up. Oh, I have his I have his rushing stats here if you want me to okay, yeah, him off. Because I have him. I, I also have him. Uh 287 rush yards, three rushing, three rushing touchdowns. He dominated that. That, that, that three. I mean, yeah, No, you're good. He dominated that Florida defense. Yeah, that was unbelievable. So I don't know where that came from. So that was yeah. that was kind of out of out of nowhere with that, but uh, that was big time. <laughs> so in the same game. Uh, my wide receiver, he didn't have the flashiest game, but he did have a big game, and I just thought the connection was funny. Justin Shorter, former top recruit from Penn State, um, had a game in Florida. He, I think he had like six for 119 on the touchdown, something along those lines. So, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he had a pretty solid game. Yeah, props to him. He's always had the physical gifts. It's about time he starts producing. Um, in my flex, I have John Mechie. Awesome Bama receiver that will be a great NFL receiver. Team offense going with the running back as well, LSU. Team defense, Purdue. Awesome job beating those crooks in Iowa. <laughs> and team of the week. I mean, UConn, baby. <laughs> UConn. They got a huge win over, over Yale. Resume builder. <laughs> Resume builder. Hey, you build upon it. I, I was rooting for Yale. I picked Yale. Thought it would have been hilarious. They almost came back. They, I think UConn had like a 20-some point lead and almost for it. Yeah, they almost um, did. Yeah, so, but UConn, congratulations. You're in the win column. Oh, hey, I think I found a spread literally like the day or two after we recorded the pod. And I think, I'm pretty sure, if I can remember here, I'm pretty sure that, was it, it was either two and a half that UConn was favored, or they were the dogs. Oh, now I'm for, now I forget. I want to weirdly say they were the dogs last week. Maybe they weren't. I think but yeah. they were favored last week. Okay, okay, because originally it was like I couldn't find a spread, so we just kind of you know picked that game. But uh, I, you know what? Now I think about it, I think they were favored just by two and a half. I think so. Hey, they did cover the spread technically. So, um, but hey, UConn rolling off that big win. Um, if they can take it into tomorrow night's game against or tomorrow's night, tomorrow night's game against Middle Tennessee State, heck, they can cover the spread there. I'm not saying they have to win, but if they can cover the spread, that's that's some big uh, motivation going into uh, Clemson, um, <laughs> which at the beginning of the season, you know, we talk about this on paper. You know, we had Clemson winning. You know, big, big. Well, let's just let's just keep it at that. I think that's fair to say. We just had them big. Um, but hey, you uh, you know you find Clemson struggling on offense. I mean, obviously their defense is really good. Not saying this game's gonna be close, but hey, stranger things have happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't. I, I I can't trust UConn. There's no way you go and yeah, no, you go and barely beat Yale. Um, 
they'll still lose by four or five touchdowns to, to Clemson. So I think Clemson's going to roll right over them. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I mean, Clemson's look so bad, but I'm going to, I agree with you. I'm going to say four touchdowns. I'm going to say it's going to be like 45 to like, 45 to like six. <laughs> I think the defense creates all of it though. Oh yeah. 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 Um, wow. So UConn team of the week getting their first dub. All right. Um, I'm going to jump to my team of the week here. I'm going to go with Aiden O'Connell. Uh, three for 375 and two touchdowns against Iowa. Uh, the Purdue quarterback came up huge, absolutely huge for the Boilermakers uh, and the big upset uh, against Iowa. Running back, I'm going to go with uh, Tarion Davis-Price. Like we said, 287 on the ground, three touchdowns against Florida. Uh, that was a big-time win there. Hey, how about uh, Coach O? Before you, uh, yeah, that's... It doesn't make sense to me, but I guess SEC coaches have short lifespans. Yeah, I'm just a little bit, little bit shocked by that one. Um, yeah, especially you know coming off a of COVID season where you know you go, I think they were what? Did they go four and five too last year? I think. Yeah, it wasn't very. It was like Penn State-ish. Yeah, exactly. And then this year, I mean, the dude just won a national championship a couple years ago. So and he's. And eight. I mean, they just came off a big win too. Yeah. I'm sure they had that obviously playing them advance, but right and. He has a pretty solid recruiting class coming in. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's just how SEC. Can we is. can we talk about how James Franklin is number one in odds to be the LSU new coach? Why would he leave, dude? Who you, is doing this? You, is it a sick joke? You could put any brand, any big time brand college football team right now, and I'm pretty sure the first coach popping up would be James Franklin. Like, you know what? He has the number one recruiting class coming in. I don't care. <laughs> well, Sporty, oh, Sporty came Jeez. in. <laughs> Sporty's back. <laughs> what? All right, Sporty, you got two timeouts remaining. All right, this is a quick, quick thirty-second timeout here. Um, he is on the, he is on the list of coaches. Okay, but there is a frontliner for the LSU job, and it's not, and it is not James Franklin. It is Mel Tucker from Michigan State. Now that I could see. Agreed. Um, he hasn't I, been there very long. He doesn't, you know. I think I think build him up quickly. Sorry, I think Franklin is rumored more to possibly go out west to uh, USC. Dude, he's not going. Any, he's anywhere. not. He's not going to go to USC. Anytime the USC job would pop up, you're, you're going to hear Franklin's name. I don't ever see him taking that job. He's a he's he's from Pennsylvania. He builds the number one recruiting class. I just don't get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it makes no sense. And they have one one fluke loss this year. They should be undefeated. There's no reason. If if honestly, if I'm LSU, I'm going after um, oh, uh, Brady. Um, yeah. Uh, is it Joe? Yep. Yeah, Joe Brady. Joe Brady. I, I'm 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 taking him back, bringing him back. He's a young coach. Um, I think that's I think that's the right move there. I mean, I've seen things, you know, Mel Tucker, I've seen that, you know, he's had a pretty solid season there with Michigan State this year, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would have him as my front runner. Uh, I've seen, you know, Lane, Lane Kiffin. Um, I don't know if he would necessarily, I don't know how he'd do at that job. I think right now Ole Miss is kind of his place right now. Um, yeah. Here was an interesting one that I saw, and I, it's, I want to hear your thoughts about this. Jimbo Fisher. He already like he he definitely 
you know, he's, I think quote for quote, he said something like, I'm going to like stick out this contract. Yeah. So I do think he, I don't think he leaves. Um, I, I don't know. I think LSU shouldn't have let go of Coach O. Yeah, early, I don't but. think they should have either. And it's interesting because Jimbo Fisher, you know, coaching at Texas school, but playing in the SEC, that's what he had going for him. You know, that he was in the SEC so he could pull more recruits. But now Texas, Oklahoma coming over. So it's really like, what does Texas A&M have over Texas and Oklahoma in a sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, rumor or Meyer tell us you. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, seriously. Coach O, he should, you know, I think he should still be there. Um, all right. So wide receiver, I'm going to go with uh, Mechie, just like uh, Hadley said. I think it's seven. Seven receptions, 117 yards, and one touchdown. Um, so I'm going to go with the Bama wide receiver there. In my flex, I'm going to go with Jerome Ford, a buck 89 on the ground, and four touchdowns for Cincinnati over UCF. Defensive player of the week. I got Henry 2020. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Transfer from Tennessee. He's on that Bama defense. 13 tackles and one sack. Um, my offensive team of the week. Have to go with Virginia. Uh, they put up 48 points and 528 total yards against Duke. Um, not, you know, obviously Duke isn't anything to to go off about, but uh, still a big time win, 48 nothing for the Cavaliers. Defense, I'm gonna go with the Alabama D. Uh, they had a defensive touchdown on a pick six. Uh, they had three total interceptions. They had seven sacks and a 49 to nine win over uh, Mississippi State. And then my team of the week has got to be Purdue. Big time upset against the overrated Iowa Hawkeyes. All right, Sporty. Did we buy enough time? Yep. All right. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, my quarterback of the week, I go with Bryce Young, Alabama. He was 20 of 28 for 348 yards and four touchdown passes. Uh, my running back, Jerome Ford of Cincinnati. That guy just went off. Lost me my uh, slip. Uh, he had 20 carries, 189 yards, and also four touchdowns. Uh, my receiver, guy from Purdue, Demetrius Bell, uh, he had 11 catches, 240 yards receiving, and one touchdown. Um, my flex, he's the third or fourth string running back from Minnesota, Boopers. Uh, Bryce Williams, 17 carries, 127 yards, and one touchdown. Team of the week, uh, Purdue. My team's a, my defensive player of the week is uh, Jalen Alexander. He had 10 tackles total for um, Purdue. Do you need anything else? I think we can wrap it up with that. How many? How many? How many tackles did? Wait, who who was your defensive player of the, uh, of the week again? Jalen Alexander from Purdue. Jalen Alexander. Yeah. Ten tackles total. Hey, they, they needed uh, Jalen Alexander there uh, <clears throat> to stop Iowa. So hey, that was I was very shocked that Iowa only scored seven points. I think that was one of the biggest takeaways um, from that game. All right, let's jump right into our college football top ten. Um, I think for me personally, I, I can't speak for anybody else. For me personally, this this top ten is going to be based on um, what it would look like if my college football playoff rankings would come out right now um mine's based on what i think they should pick um not necessarily my power rankings. right right right. i'm not not going you know 
in order. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be resume right now. I think that's what we got to got to establish here because you know there's a team sitting here on at number four for me that is really probably number two, um, and I think we all know who that team is. Yeah. Um, Hadley, so go ahead. We'll start with you. College football top ten. Okay, um, number ten. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Um, big win against Texas last week. Uh, they're undefeated. They're playing awesome. Um, honorable, honorable mention, by the way, to Iowa. Last second change here. They're at number eleven for me. Again, fluke loss against. I mean, fluke win against Penn State, coupled with a you know blowout loss at home against Purdue. They're they're just not that good in my opinion. Um, so then, number nine, Michigan State, also an undefeated. Not necessarily the resume, but still a good football team. Number eight, I messed this up. Give me Iowa at 10. I have Oklahoma State already at eight. I'm very stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so just switch them. All right. Iowa's still not that good. Even though they're at 10, they're just not that good. Um, number seven, Michigan. Again, not really the resume, but they are undefeated, so you have to give them credit. Number six, Ohio State. And some people aren't going to like that, but in my humble opinion, um, Ohio State's just not as good as Penn State. I think Ohio State may win that game, but I think Ohio, I think Penn State has played a better level of all-around football this year. Um, plus, if you take the circumstances of the Penn State loss versus the circumstances of the Ohio State loss at home, Oregon fringe top 10, just like Iowa, except we're playing with a backup quarterback on the road. Anyway, number four, Alabama. Like Kev said, though, they're, they're number two. It's just resume-wise, they're number four. Number three, Oklahoma. Number two, Cincy. And number one, a clear-cut Georgia. Yeah, definitely definitely clear-cut number one there with Georgia. Um, Sporty, let's jump to your top 10 here. Uh, my top 10. Uh, number 10, I'm going to go with... Uh... I know this might be a reach. I'm going to go Ole Miss at Ooh. number 10. I know. Uh, I don't think Matt Quill is, is playing this Saturday. Uh, you guys want to confirm that? I, uh, I can't confirm that right now. I don't I don't know. Okay. Off the top of my head. Okay. Um, that's okay. I'll just I'll move on to number nine. Um, number nine, Michigan uh, Sporty. Uh, number eight, Oklahoma State. Seven, PSU. Six, Michigan. Five, Ohio State Buckeyes. Four, Oklahoma. Three, Bama. Two, Cincy. And one, Georgia. Ooh. So putting Alabama in over Oklahoma. Well, you have them both in, but Alabama sitting there at three, Oklahoma there at four. Breaking um, news, Cleveland just scored a touchdown, 7 nothing Cleveland. Who, who scored, was it? Who was it? Uh, their their, their third-string Johnson, their, back, their running back. Yes. Jonas Johnson. <laughs> they just okay. they went down, they went down field pretty easily, guys. I right. got yes, they did. I'm watching it too. I'm a little behind though. They so I have him in fantasy and I have him scoring an anytime touchdown in my saving game parlay. So good job, Bjorn. Hey, anyway, that's, go ahead. That's, big, together, that's big time. Big time. It is very big time. Um all right. Number ten, I'm gonna go with Michigan State. Um again, I don't think the resume's really kind of popped off. Uh they don't have a huge win. I mean, some people initially, you know, you might look at that Miami win and think, oh, that was a big win, but Miami's down this year. Indiana, dude, they just covered that spread. I was looking at a game the whole time, and it was close, and Indiana was covering. 
and then Michigan State literally covered by half a point. I think the spread was four and a half, and they won by five. Um, so yeah, they just they haven't had that you know big time win yet. So I'm gonna have Sparty there at ten. Uh, Oklahoma State. They struggled early against Texas, but then found a way to come back. They're undefeated as well, so I got them at nine. Number eight. I'm gonna go with Oregon. I think that win against Ohio State's just you know barely keeping them in my top ten. Um, had they lost that, I don't, I really don't see them being in my top ten. So that that win against Ohio State early on does still mean something to me. So I got Oregon there at eight. Michigan, I got at seven. Again, still haven't had that big time win. Um, but we'll see. Hey, big game next week. Sparty versus Sporty. Um, so that'll that'll knock probably one of the teams out of the top ten um, and kind of separate the the Big Ten, you know, as a whole. Number Where's that at, by the way? Is it Michigan, State? State? Michigan State. Yeah. He's so yeah. handsome, buddy. Um, six. Gonna go with Penn State. I uh, had Ohio State, you know, ahead of them last week, so. Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, you're going to sit there. You were all on a bye, so nothing really changed there. I got Ohio State there at five. Alabama, I'm going to go there at four. Um, like we all said, they're probably still number two, but based on resume, that loss to Texas A&M really hurt them, so have them at four. I'm going to take Cincinnati at three. Um, you know, Looking at that Indiana and Notre Dame win now, it's not – Nothing to take away from Cincinnati. Um, they they controlled what they could control, and that's winning the game and staying undefeated. Um, Indiana's that win against Indiana isn't as big, I guess, to maybe some resume if you're looking off resume. And Notre Dame, the Notre Dame win isn't as big, I guess, in a sense. I mean, Notre Dame still what only has one loss, but um, I don't know. I think in, Indiana and Notre Dame are both you know, down this year. So um, no disrespect to Cincinnati, but I have Oklahoma ahead of Cincinnati. Um, the Sooners can put up points, and I think that's what – I mean, Cincinnati can also put up points, but Oklahoma, you know, Oklahoma's playing, a, you know, some better competition. So um, I really like what uh, this Oklahoma Sooner offense is doing right now. So I have them at two, and then Georgia there at one. Um. Hey, fun fact, fun fact. I believe Pitt is now <laughs> with a win over Virginia Tech. They jumped up to a seventeen percent chance, according to FPI, to make the CFP. Um, Crazy. So how about this? Crazy. All three of our teams have that. There is a there is a uh, a pathway uh, for all three of our teams to at least have a shot to get into the CFP. That would be uh, incredible. I mean, not all three are going to get there. There's no way. That's there's no way that's statistically possible. But um, hopefully, one of our teams can make it this year. <laughs> um, so let's jump into some hammers, some game picks, and then we'll end with uh, some World Series predictions. All right, Adley, give us the the hammers. Lay the hammer down. Okay, coming off an zero and three week. Not ideal, um, but uh, we come back stronger after that. Um, me and Kev were discussing previous to this podcast um, minus two fifty, and um, I, well, would it, would it be it would be higher, right? 
because the higher the odds, the yeah, yeah, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, we're going. Yeah, the highest the the favorite can be at is is you know minus two fifty, and then from a no minus three hundred. Yeah, no minus three hundred. That's yeah. that's a little bit too easy. Yeah. So, so starting with a mi- minus one sixty eight, I got the Warriors over the Clippers tonight. Um, no Kawhi. Warriors looking awesome. Um, Give me the Warriors. So that's a quick that's a quick hammer. Um, we'll know that one by tonight. Um, Sunday night football <clears throat> plus one eighty four. Give me the Colts over the Niners. The Colts need it. Um, unfortunately, we're extremely banged up, and so are they. So um, you know, it's going to be who wants it more. Going to be a good game. Um, and last but not least, crazy one here if I say so myself. I'm gonna go with the Jets plus seven. Ooh, Minus one Ooh. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily. Last time I rode the Jets, I was right. Um, this time, I'm not necessarily riding them to win, but I think it's like a six point game. I think I think Sala figures out a defensive plan against Mac Jones. I think it's gonna be extremely low scoring, like seventeen thirteen, something like that. Um, so give me the Jets plus seven. All right. Interesting take. Jets covering the spread. Um, Sporty, let's jump to you with your uh, hammers. All right. My three hammers for this weekend coming up. Uh, first one. Money line for uh, UCLA. I'm digging them to win against Oregon. What are those odds? Uh, I can pull them up real quick. I have them right here. Um, okay. I watched Oregon last Friday, and they looked horrendous against Cal. And Cal's that is one rude, Sporty. <laughs> hey. hey. Cal's at one and five. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I, I, Oregon, had, Oregon had to come back and win that game. I watched the entire game. Oregon was fortunate to win that game last Friday night. Hey, UCLA to win is minus 115 right now. Oh, so they're favorited. They are. They are. They, they are the favorite. Wow. To, to put it like this, the game last week, I fell asleep because it was so boring. The California Oregon. <laughs> I woke up and it was still still a close game. So I didn't. I really didn't miss much when I woke up last last Friday night. Big that's how close that's how, that's how close the game was. Hey, sporty, hold on, real quick, hold on. Let's 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 give uh, let's give an updated standings on our. Uh, <laughs> on our um on our hammers before we before we forget about that. Hadley, what are oh, you? I thought you were talking. I'm three and six. So three and six. Three Sporty, what are you at? I thought you had I thought you had the total standings. I don't know. Well you were at three and three. What'd you go last week? Uh I went two and one. So I am five and four. Alright, five and four. And I believe I am seven and two. Stupid Bills. Stop the run. Jeez. Yeah, stupid Eagles. Stupid. You. Yeah, yeah, the Eagles, are you man. <laughs> Going for two. <laughs> To just just to just enough to cover the spread. Hey, that's what Philly that Philly does that to you, man. Don't if I win the same game parlay tonight, I will I will put a parlay of, of my three tonight. Just just so I'm backing up my words. <laughs> Wait, backing it up. I need Jarvis Landry, boys. I need Jarvis Landry to get 33 more yards over the course of the night, and the Browns to win by more than one. <laughs> That's it. There you go. They already have the ball back, okay? 10 to, 10 to win 65. Hey, so there you go. Good. There you go. Wait, Hadley, what do you think I was going to bring up there when I said about record? I thought you were going to bring up 
um, Sporty's uh, UCLA takes at the oh. beginning of the year. Oh. And hey. an update on, because he said they could go to the playoff. Hey, if they win out. And then, and then talk 10. I said talk If 10. UCLA wins out, there there probably is a chance for them to maybe crack, crack top 15. Yeah. If they win out, maybe top if, 10. If, but there's, if they, Yeah, if they win Saturday, they'll, they'll be in the top 25. Oh, I, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, they'll be top 25. Um, they, might be, they might be number 20. All right, bold, bold prediction. Here we go, Sporty and bold, UCLA, bold prediction. Bold prediction. Um, all right, sorry, Sporty. So you got UCLA money line. Who else? Oklahoma State Cowboys to cover. Is it plus seven, fellas? It is. That's, that's, a, that's a shock to me. Hey, they came back against Texas. They fought hard. They came back. They were down before the game. They came back, okay, and knocked off the – Texas Longhorns. Sorry, Hugo. It's been a rough <laughs> for you. So, against Oklahoma and then Oklahoma State. So, I know you probably want to destroy Oklahoma now. Okay. So, hey, Hugo's been getting the, the mentions here and all for all the wrong reasons. His Texas Longhorns aren't, uh, yeah, aren't so hot right now. Um, they look good, but they just melt. Yeah, they melt. Yep. That's a, that's a great way to put it. All right, Sporty, give me that third. Uh, All right. Third hammer. The third hammer is going to be a, a rage. I highly doubt this 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 uh, hammer will even hit. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> it's a hammer. It hits. It's, it's a hammer. hammer. But you have to hammer. That's like you're feeling really good about it. I'm not feeling like it's like it's like the nail on the ball. It's like halfway down, it's but not, it's, it's not done the entire way. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Like I said, this is a reach, but I'm gonna think it's. I think it's a hammer. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the um, Tennessee Volunteers. Okay. Plus twenty eight. Against. Against Bama. Against Bama. Ooh, that's a tough one. That is a tough that's one. That is tough. Is that, I want to confirm that spread, guys. That was uh, that, I, 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 I think you're right. It's right. I think it's sitting there at like 27 and a half, 28 and a half. I think you're right. All right. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna stay away from that game. Um, all <laughs> by all means, stay away from that game. Uh, all right. So, three hammers for Sporty. Here we go. Um, all right. My first two hammers, college football, ACC football. Um, I'm going to take Syracuse plus three and a half against Virginia Tech. Uh, if Syracuse had any sort of quarterback that could throw the ball, Syracuse, in my mind, they would be a top 25 team right now. They've lost, I think, three or is it three or four games by one possession. Something like that. Um, they are in, in a lot of games, I'm noticing. It's like Florida State, um, Clemson, Rutgers, and Liberty. I think all, all four of those losses. Yeah, I think they're, were, all, they're all three point games. Yeah, all three point games. And if they had any sort of a, a of a quarterback that could throw, they'd be they'd be in the top twenty five. Sean Tucker, uh, freshman running back. The dude is going off. Look up his stats. The dude is impressive. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, twenty two carries, hundred fifty seven yards last week. Yeah, I think he's. I think like total on the season, he's he's about ready to break. Uh, I think he's at nine hundred forty eight right now. So. Um, the dude's a beast. He's carrying that Syracuse offense. And Syracuse defense, it's actually kind of shown up in some games. So 
Uh, definitely taking um, Syracuse to cover against Virginia Tech. Um, next spread. Oh, and that Syracuse, I think it's the Syracuse spread. I think it's, uh, I think the odds are at minus 130 right now. And I believe that game's in Blacksburg, I think. Yes, it is. Uh, 12.30 p.m. All right. Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. Uh-oh. Exit. Exit Sandman. Um, next, I'm going to take NC State minus three and a half against Miami, Florida. Um, those odds Ooh, are minus 105. The Wolfpack, they can put up some points and they can play some defense. Uh, and that that's, that's a winning recipe right there. Miami is not that great right now. They went in a shootout with uh, – UNC last weekend, but uh, without Derek King, I see the you know the Hurricanes really struggling against the Wolfpack. So give me the Wolfpack minus three and a half, um, and then my last hammer. Give me, give me the Ravens. I talked bad about them last week because I picked the Chargers, um, and they proved me wrong big time. So give me the Ravens minus six and a half against the Bengals. That's my last hammer there. So. Um, all spreads, and I think I think that Ravens. I think it would be safe to even uh, if you can uh, change to an uh, alternate spread, maybe to uh, at least ten. I think the Ravens can Ooh. can beat the Bengals there by. Did you say this about last week? I think you. Said oh, I said it about the Buccaneers, and they were up twenty yeah. to seven, and that was looking right. And then. <laughs> yep, sportsbooks know more than us. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. So. Hey. Jarvis Landry's having a game right now. He just had a fantastic touch. Man, I need the Broncos to cover three and a half. They're driving again. They're getting ready to score again. Ah, jeez. I knew I should have went with the. I saw that the Browns were missing some guys, and I was like, eh, maybe the Broncos will show up. I just, I think they're too well coached. That's, that's yeah, that, yeah, and and hey, just like LA, LA Chargers, the Browns, they're not afraid to go for it on fourth down. And, you know, I like Keenum. I think he's a perfect backup. Oh, perfect. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just – I thought their run game might struggle a little bit more. And... Yeah. <sighs> Man. Uh, they're opening up – they're opening up pretty, pretty big holes here. Jeez. Um, all right, let's jump to our game picks, and then we'll wrap it up here. All right, uh, just straight winners here. Interesting interesting game here. Kind of uh, maybe some upset alert uh, – for the Wake and Army game. Army hung in there with Whiskey. Uh, they lost 20-14. to 14. Um, And that was a that was a hard-fought win there for Wisconsin. I mean, they were, they were struggling early on, and then they squeaked out a win. But Wake Forest goes to Army. Hadley, who do you have? Uh, give me Army. Army with the upset. So, no, so now we lose another undefeated team. Wake... Wake, I believe, is the last undefeated team in the ACC. Yeah, I have. I believe I have that in your pick'em as well. Okay, Sporty, who you going with, Wake or Army? What's your problem? Oh no. We're losing Sporty. <laughs> I'm not sure what he said. We're losing Sporty. Sure. Sporty, who you going with? Try to repeat that one more time. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right. All right, Sport, one more time. Wake Forest or Army? I am surprised Wake gets here now. So as long as they keep winning, we're going to go with the 
Demon Deacons. Demon Deacons going with Wake. Um, I kind of went back and forth on this one. Uh, I do like Wake's uh, passing attack with Sam Hartman, so give me give me the Demon Deacons in a close one. Um, next game, Oregon UCLA. We already know who kind of Sporty's favoring here. Hadley, who are you taking here? The Ducks or the Bruins? I'm. Where's this at? It's at UCLA. UCLA. Game days there for some some reason. I. You know, I'm I'm gonna go with UCLA. I just think I think the energy is gonna be great there. So. Sporty? Bruins, baby. Bruins. Bruins. Make that a trifecta. Give me DTR and Zach Charbonnet. That's that's the one-two punch this week. Um, next game. Big time Mountain West football. All right, we don't get too many uh, Mountain West teams on here. But, hey, San Diego State is undefeated. And Air Force has one loss. Air Force is kind of sneaky good for a Mountain West team. They just knocked off Boise. Hadley, who going with San Diego State or Air Force? I'm going to go with San Diego State. Aztecs. Hey, fun fact: Brady Hoke uh, is the head coach there. I think hey, I saw. Should... Oh, that's the Michigan guy. Yeah, I think I saw a stat. He's now the third. He's the only the oh, wait. He's the only current coach to have three different teams start six and zero. I think. I think that's what I saw. Because wow. he was at Ball State, Michigan, and San Diego State. That is impressive. Sporty, who you going with? You got to go with former Michigan coach. The Aztecs, baby. Aztecs. I'm going to go with Air Force. I'm going to go with Air Force. Give me give me the Falcons to uh, knock off and ruin San Diego State's undefeated season. All right, next one. Next one, next one, next one. Let's go with... USC and Notre Dame. Hadley. USC. Ooh, upset. Upset city. Upset, upset city. Uh, sporty. Notre Dame and a close one. Yeah, I like Notre Dame here as well. 28. Hey, close. Close. I like Notre Dame as well. Uh, you know, you never know what USC team you're going to see this year, so. Give me, give me Notre Dame in a close it's the same one. Notre Dame too. Yeah, that is true. But give me Notre Dame. Um, last game, big game. Um, Pitt and Clemson. Hadley. Um, you know Clemson just can't score. Give me Pitt. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Sporty. Clemson's offense is atrocious. All right. Give me, give me Pitt by three touchdowns. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, I mean, I'm. I, I'm not saying – I still think it's going to be a really good game. I just think Clemson's defense is going to have to put in too much. 35-14 final pit. All right. I do think Pitt's going to win, and I think it's going to be the first one to score 24 points wins this game. Um, And I don't think Clemson right now – knocking on wood right now. Um, Clemson's offense hasn't played up to par, so – and I don't. I, Pitt's a team you don't want to get into a shootout with. Um, so give me, give me the Panthers. Um, 31-23. 31-23. I do like Pitt to win this game. All right. Hey, it's that time of the week. Our favorite team covering the spread. Um, next pot. I have to come up with this with their uh, against the spread uh, record. Is what they're 
spread record is this this year. Um, hey, another another double digit dog here for UConn. Uh, Middle Tennessee State on a Friday night. Hadley, who you taking? Middle Tennessee State minus fifteen and a half. Or are you taking your Huskies? I'm taking Middle Tennessee State by twenty one. <laughs> Sporty, sorry, UConn. Sporty, who you going with? To cover. Yeah, to cover. The Huskies, baby. Let's go. Keep it rolling. <laughs> Huskies. They're getting some. Uh, they're getting hot. They're getting hot after a, after a huge twenty to fifteen win against Yale. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they almost blew. Yeah, exactly. Give me Middle Tennessee State. UConn, you can't trust UConn. You can't trust them. Uh, Michigan minus twenty three and a half against Northwestern. Hadley. Oh man, I'm going to take Northwestern, um, losing by about sixteen. Sixteen. Sporty. I think Michigan. Oh, I'm sorry. Not- Sorry, Hardy. No, no, they're good. They're just not. They're not gonna. I feel like most games, at least, they're not gonna blow you out of the water. Right. Yeah. Know. Especially running the ball. I mean. Yeah, I, it's gonna take up too much clock and blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, I would be surprised if they lost. I'm not gonna lie. Is this in I, Northwestern? Or I, I, uh, it's, yeah, it's in it's in Ann Arbor. Okay. Get, get your schedule. Okay. Straight. Maybe maybe not. Maybe not. Though. Get your schedule straight. They're gonna lose a, a game they shouldn't at some point. But I just I'm, I don't I don't buy them. Sporty? Hey, I think they might be for real this year. I have them in a route. 42-14. Harbaugh. Harbaugh Ryan in the Sparty Stadium undefeated, dude. Hey, they'll be undefeated going into that Michigan State game, but I don't think they're covering this spread. Um, I think Pat Fitzgerald, I think their team will uh, make Michigan throw the ball. So I I like Michigan to win by 13. Um, I'm going to say 27-13 here. Or 27-14. 27-14. All right, uh, Penn State minus twenty three against the Fighting Illini. Um, well, I'll, big one here for Hadley. Yeah, I mean, if you're if Sean Clifford's on that football field, maybe, maybe they cover. Um, but I don't think they do. I think we're going to win by if if Clifford's on the field, I think we win by twenty. If Roberson's on the field, I think we win by six. All right, fair, fair statement, fair uh, analysis of the game. We might lose a program. <laughs> he might be the worst quarterback. I was, I was waiting for something to pop out there. <laughs> yeah, that was again one of probably the top-notch worst quarterback performance I've ever seen <laughs> from anyone. Uh sporty. Who are you taking here in the spread? Uh, I did see Clifford is back at practice. I don't know if he's playing Saturday or not. Uh, be a game time decision. Illinois, they're just they're just so bad. But if Clifford plays, we'll blow them out. If Rosen plays, I don't know if they will even win. So I'm going to say Clifford doesn't play, and I'm going to say Penn State wins. I don't know, twenty-one seventeen. I don't know. <laughs> so he's taking the bottom line is you're taking Illinois to cover. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Illinois as well. I think even if Clifford does play, I think it gets to like maybe 38-17. Um, but I think the safe bet here is to go with Illinois. All right, money line, a couple pro games, then we have the spreads, and then wrapping it up here with the World Series. All right, Colts, 49ers, Hadley. Give me the Colts. Sporty. Give me the Colts on the red. Make that a trifecta. Give me the Colts as well. Um, Love you guys. 
Thank you. Offense really has shown up last two games, so they're going to need it again against the 49ers defense. Saints, Seahawks on a Monday night. Adley. The, the Saints are the most up-and-down team <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. I think this is in New Orleans. Uh, you might be right on that. Uh, I think it's in Seattle. It's in Seattle. It's in Seattle? Yeah. Oh, wow. Corlin Sun just made the catch. Oh, my. That was ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go with the with the, with the Saints. I think Kamara has a good game. Sporty. You know what? I'm going to pull the opposite here. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. They played a great second half against the Steelers. They came up a little short, but I think they're going to ride that momentum into the game and shock the Saints. Um, you know what? Give me the Seahawks as well. Um. Not not sold on the Saints. I think Kamara's going to have a good game. But uh, anytime you go into Seattle, that's a tough place to play at, even without I think Russell. it's going to be a really good game. Oh, I think it's going to be real close. I, you definitely take the yeah. Seahawks uh, with the points. They're, they're plus five and a half right now, so you definitely take yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, I can see there. a gritty, kind of like the Steelers game, how that went. Yeah. A gritty, low-scoring game. Yep. Um, Ravens, Bengals, Hadley. Money line. Ravens, all day. Sporty. Please, hopefully. Survivor, please. <laughs> Sporty? Uh, Ravens, Ravens in a close one. Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens by two touchdowns. So trifecta with the Ravens. Next one. This is, I think this is, I think this has to be the game of the week. Even though kind of uh, the Chiefs have been struggling. Um, I believe both teams are 4-2. I believe. Is that is that right, I think? Titans-Chiefs, I think they're both 4-2 right now. Yeah, no, the Chiefs are 3-3. Three and three. Oh, that's right. They, yeah, they have, they have that third loss. Okay. Um, Titans and Chiefs, Hadley, who are you going with? Uh, give me the Chiefs. I just think they have to get back on track. At some point, I think that Tennessee win, they kind of used up all their all their might in that Bills win. So maybe enough. I still think it'll be I think it'll be a shootout, but I'm going Kansas City. Kansas City, sporty. You know what? The big victory against the Bills, I think they're going to ride that momentum into Sunday. I think they're going to play well, make enough stops on defense. I think they're going to beat. Um, Chiefs 31-28 final. I think Henry will have another big day against the Chiefs. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, boys. Go, I, I have a question for you guys. I'm going to go to the Titans. Titans I'm, I'm not sure if I asked this on the last podcast. I don't think so. But I tweeted it out. Is Derrick Henry the best running back of the 2000s? Sporty. Or is he at least up there? Best running back of the 2000s, Sporty? Yes. Ooh, Sporty saying over Adrian Peterson. Yes, it's that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's legit. It's an it's an argument. I'm not saying he is, but it's it's I, up there. I think you can make a fair statement that he's he's up there. Um, I'd have to really think about this question. Um, but yeah, I think he's definitely. If there's a Mount Rushmore for 2,000 running backs, or the running backs he's in the there. 2000s, he's there 100. percent Yeah. Um, on that note. I do think, oh man, I do think the Chiefs win this game, but I think it's very close. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't think you really see Mahomes. Really, I think he's gonna, you know, learn from the the mistake against the football team. If you're getting sacked, unless the guy's right there, do not throw the ball up in the air. So I think he's gonna learn from that mistake. I don't really think we see him make too many more mistakes the rest of the season. Um, you know, because at this point they can't afford to. They have three losses, 
and they have to play smart football. So I got the Chiefs winning this one. I um, think Kelsey eats, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I think he's due. He is due. Uh, I think we'll have, we'll have another big game, though. I think he's going to lose an effort. Who will? Tyree Hill? Yeah. Yeah, I think I he'll, so. he'll have a big game. Um, Eagles and Raiders, Hadley. Such a weird game. Such a weird game. Uh, I'm gonna stick to my to my thought my early season thoughts here that the Eagles are not a good football team, and I'm gonna say the Raiders win. All right, Sporty. I'm gonna go with Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Raiders as well. Um, I think Carr and Waller and Jacobs are gonna be too much for that for that Eagles defense. All right, last three games spread wise, and they're all in the double digits here. So these are these are some actual you know actually some tough picks this week. Rams minus sixteen against the Lions, Hadley. Oh my! I mean, you gotta go the Rams. I, God love the Lions, but give me the Rams. Sporty. Uh, you know what? I think uh, Jared Goff will have uh, his team ready for this just this game against his former team. But I don't, I don't think they're going to win. I, I think the Lions will cover the spread. All right. So. Um, I'm going to take the Rams. I think their offense is clicking and their defense is going to be too much. Um, the Lions could straight, like weirdly get a backdoor cover here on a cheap touchdown, but I'm going to go with the Rams. I think they're going to be yeah. too much. Uh, Cardinals minus 17.5 against the Texans, Hadley. Give me the Texans. I think the Cardinals win by 17, and Vegas just knows. <laughs> uh, Sport, who are you going with? Uh, that's just that's just a lie. Give me the Texans. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Um, the Texans, they just lost the Colts by what 28. The yeah. Cardinals just beat the Browns by 23. So give me the Cardinals by three touchdowns. I'm gonna say they went just by right exactly 21. Um, Bucks 12 and a half against the Bears. Hadley, give me the Bears. I think the Bucks win by 10. Sporty. Give me the Bucks by two touchdowns. Uh, cover. Yeah, let's let's hope that the Bucks cover this week. I'm gonna take the Bucks as well by two touchdowns. All right, so that wraps up our our weekly picks. Um, next pod, we'll have uh, we'll kind of uh, recap our our season standings as far as our hammers and our picks. Um, and finally, to wrap up the pod here, of the four teams left in the World Series, give me. Give me your World Series and give me your World Series winner. So, Hadley, who makes it out of this round and plays in the World Series, and then who eventually is crowned the champion? I think the two leaders make it. I think it's the the Braves and the Astros, and I think the Astros win in six. Hey, Sporty's, Sporty's uh, initial pick was uh, the Astros and the Brewers. So, Sporty, I'm going to assume you're going to stick with Sporty. Yep, I'm assuming you're going to stick with that Astros pick. Yes. Who comes out of the NL? I think the Dodgers. Uh, Astros, Astros will win the World Series. Yeah. All right. Make that a trifecta. I'm going to take the Astros as well. And I think the Braves represent the NL. I'm going to take the two teams that have been putting up the most runs, Astros, Braves, uh, and look for the Astros to uh, to win it. So that's going to wrap up uh, this episode of Chalk Talk. Um, break it down next week. Hey, maybe some more upsets in college football. Um We'll also look at, uh, you know, the standings in the NBA after, you know, the first week. Um, and then we'll also look at the NFL playoff picture if it were to end 
if the season were to end after this week, we'll look at uh, whose team would be in and whose team would be out. So next week we'll send it, and we'll be back at it.